Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And today it's just us. It's just us. And we're drinking Dunkin' Donuts instead of tequila. So the hot takes are going to be a little less hot. Yeah. But we've got a fun episode for you. So today we're doing Grace and Becca's favorite things. So Do you have an Oprah impression voice? Um, I don't. I'm still working on my podcast voice. Grace and Becca's favorite things. <laughs> How many people do you think just stopped listening? I think we just lost the entire listenership. Eh. Eh. Worth it. Worth it. So we're sharing our favorite things. But first, we're going to well, get into... Because... High- oh. <laughs> I was going to say we always talk about our obsessions on Instagram. Yeah. But we want to talk about our obsessions on everything. 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 Uh, you know what? This... This episode is going to be a nightmare. We need to post the list somewhere. Oh no! It's we need to be a post. Nightmare. We're going to post the list of things to the Facebook group yes. because I cannot handle the DMs of what's that thing? Yeah, what's that, you that said? thing? What? I, so we're going to post the entire. I'm just going to take the show notes and put them yes. our outline and, and put, put it, it in the Facebook group. Great. So if you want to know anything we talk about, come to the Facebook group or don't be lazy. Grab a pencil, write it down as you listen. No, people are in their car. <laughs> Oh, I guess they are. See, I listen to podcasts at my desk. Well, we don't have a car. We're in New York City. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's not true. a problem that we have. Okay. Okay. So do not write things down and drive. That's not safe. If you do, it's Grace's fault, not mine. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell get so the police many of officers that it's Grace's fault. <laughs> do not write things down and drive. Grace, tell me your high. So my high is that I have a couple. First of all, I have my dress for the live show, which Becca found for me. She DM'd it to me, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to need that. And it's emerald green sequin from a brand called Solani. And I've never shopped at this brand before, so I wasn't sure if I would like it. It's absolutely perfect. It fits like a glove. It's the best dress ever. So I'm very excited about that. My other high was last night I went to a really fun dinner at the Waverly Inn with True Botanicals. And True Botanicals is one of those um, really great natural skincare brands that I've really wanted to work with them for a long time, but I've actually never even I actually never even tried any of their products. So they had this dinner around their new body oil, which is like phenomenal. And at the dinner, I got seated next to Katie Storino, which was obviously amazing. And then right behind us was Danielle Prescott. So it was just like a big bat on paper reunion. Stop bearing the lead. I love Danielle and Katie, but Olivia Wilde was there. Did you meet her? Yeah, yeah. She was nice. Um, oh, that's it. I mean, so she, was, she was really nice. Like, there's no, there's no, yeah. So Olivia Wilde works with True Botanicals. She's, I guess, a brand ambassador for them. She was absolutely beautiful. She had a gorgeous white outfit on and tons of little dainty gold necklaces. She was, she was so nice and so friendly and she was great. I was hoping you'd have more ghosts. Yeah, no. But we did see Katie and I were walking out together and we saw Kate Beckinsale and Pete, Pete Wentz. Um, Pete Wentz? I think. Pete, I don't know. It was From like a Fallout Boy? Yeah, it was like a weird random couple. They were having dinner. We think they're dating. Huh. And we also saw Christine Baranski from. No, you mean Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, yes. Sorry, I mixed these people <laughs> up. I don't know. I don't know my celebrities. Um, so you anyway, heard it here first. We also saw Christine Baranski from. The I die. I love her. I love her. I was like, can we stop and say hello? No. 
Uh, so, so yeah, the Waverly Inn is clearly still a big celebrity hotspot. You and I should go for dinner sometime. Yeah, let's go sit in the main dining room and then creep on all the celebs. Yeah, Yeah, for our next, like, big milestone that we're celebrating. Okay. When we get to 5,000 Instagram followers. I think that's going to be soon. You think? Yeah. We're at, like, 4,025. But it's growing faster now. Okay. Cool. Um, What about you? Um, My high is that my friend Rachel is visiting. And on Wednesday night, we went and we had my favorite meal. So we were supposed to come to Missy. Did you not go to Missy? You didn't go to Missy. So I was supposed to go with them and I canceled because I was just a bad mix of tired and stressed. So Missy is a new restaurant in Williamsburg that is getting tons of hype. But then if you go read the reviews online, it has a ton of hype, but the reviews are really mixed on whether it's good or not. Oh. And so I was trying to figure out what we should order. And I was reading all these reviews and I realized that people were saying not great things. So then I was less excited or conflicted. It was so cold out. We were both so hangry. So we ended up going to Vic's instead, which is my favorite. Oh, yeah. And we had my favorite meal. It was so cozy. What'd you get? The the cacio e pepe. That's the best cacio e pepe. And the chicken. And I'm never the person that orders chicken on the menu, but the chicken there is so good. Uh, With like the broccoli underneath and the potato. Oh, it's so good. So anyway, we just had like a very cozy time and it's my... It's my comfort place. Yeah, so it yeah. was nice. Uh, what about Lowe's? Oh, so I always just get so stressed out before I travel. So you're, this episode is dropping on Wednesday. We're recording on Friday. And to, I leave, I guess, tomorrow morning at 4.30 a.m. So I'm like, Oof. do I just stay up to get my flight? Like, no. No, I'm going to go to bed at like 10. You're not, so you're much not 22 to anymore. Hey, I act like it sometimes. And then I hate myself. Um <laughs> So I lost my passport, which I quickly, Grace, I quickly a, found it. This is a pattern for you. You no, lost I just your have passport. This one, I keep the, it in this one drawer because I stopped using it as my ID because I got a state ID. And I put it in a different drawer. But you lost it before you went to Morocco, too. I know. So I just have been like drama. And I have so much work to do and just like personal errands. I have to get a new phone. I have to mail all these packages of like the if I don't get them out today they won't be counted you know with returns and stuff um so I just have a lot of stuff to do plus like all of my work yeah but um I'm excited for the yoga retreat so it's worth it it'll be really stressful and then you'll go and it'll be very zen hopefully yes what about you oh my god I I just did a really bad ske- job scheduling myself this week That's where the worst. I have learned that my ideal working for myself scenario schedule is that I have two days per week at home where I ha- I can do work and take calls, but I don't have to leave the house or have any meetings. And this week I had zero days at home. So I feel like I've Ugh. just been running around, had meetings, and we recorded the podcast every twice this week. Like It's just been stressful. And... Also, so I am beat and I want it to be the weekend. Also, I realized I've not been grocery shopping in weeks, so I also kind of feel gross. Uh, You should do Hungry Root. I've been doing it for like a month and I love it. I'm I'm not opposed to that, but I'm it's now Friday afternoon. I'm going to go to the grocery store tomorrow and remedy this, but I feel like I need to scold myself. Yeah, because I. I've just been so busy and I feel gross not having groceries in the house and eating takeout. 
That's um, my low. Okay. Before we talk about our favorite things, though, I think it's time for your favorite minute. It's desperation minute. Yes, it's desperation minute. So if you love this podcast, what can people do? You can go to the iTunes store. You can leave us five stars. If you fancy yourself a creative writer, you could leave us a written review, which we love reading. We love your written reviews. Like, we talk about this all the time, but I don't, don't think you guys realize, like, how much we love them. Except for it's when somebody keeps saying that I don't. Okay. Don't I'm, acknowledge it. I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. If you've already left us a review, screenshot us and put us on your story. Do you know who puts us on her story every week? Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. That's what I, I was going to say. I don't know Jordan personally, but I love her. So Every Jordan, single week. Jordan, you're doing a great job, Jordan. This is your desperation minute. You are awesome. We love you. I recognize a lot of the listeners' mm-hmm. names who a lot support of us. Anyway, you could do that. You could join our Facebook group, which is where you're going to get all the recommendations we're giving today. Mm-hmm. You could follow us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. Also, this is probably not the right place to say this, but you could send us an email because I think that people stopped emailing us juicy questions because we stopped giving our email address. Yeah, we love juicy questions. Our email is badonpaperpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll work them into future advice episodes. Yeah. And if you've done all that, just tell a friend at your next dinner, whatever it is, just say, hey, you know, I have this new podcast I'm listening to. What podcast do you guys like? And they probably haven't heard of us yet. And you're going to seem really cool and knowledgeable. You know what else you can do? (laughs) When you're out with your friends who don't listen to our podcast, go on their phone and subscribe to it and leave us five stars from their phone. I did that on a date the I know other you night did. and I was very happy with I myself. think it's very ingenious. Yeah, I'm going to do it on the yoga retreat. Everyone's going to leave us a review. Great. New friends. New friends. Um, so this was like desperation hour. <laughs> Sorry. Um, My life is desperation life I know. right I'm now. I'm just like I'm 100% desperate all the time. So we're going to talk about our favorite things. It's our favorite things. Oh, my God, Becca. I think you should not. I should think that voice should be retired. I think I'm funny. (laughs) That's the way it is. I usually am the only person who thinks I'm funny. I think you're funny. Thank you. So we thought it would be interesting to go through all the categories that we don't usually talk about and talk about our obsessions, our favorite things. Yes. So, Grace... Tell me tell me about what you're watching on TV right now. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to talk about TV watching habits because I go in waves where I'm watching like tons and tons of TV and I'm maybe reading less or I'm not watching a lot of TV and I'm reading more, which I think right now is I'm in a TV lull. Like, oh, okay. I do not miss – like Monday night is like earmarked for The Bachelor. Okay. I – Will not miss an episode. I love it. It just like it's the one or the two hours out of my week that are so mindless and like so stupid, but it's so fun. And it also gives me fodder to talk about with all of my friends who watch it all week. Sweet. Isn't this the opposite of a TV lull? No, it's just this one show. Oh, so that's all you have. Um, but and I also watch The Blacklist, which I of course I love. And I did love you on Netflix. Or oh, you was need it Netflix. It yeah. was well, it was on Lifetime, but then everyone yeah. started watching and it, it on it Netflix. Netflix. You need some new shows. I do. So go to the Facebook group and tell us new shows. I have a whole list because I've posted about this to Instagram. I just haven't really felt like TV lately. I have some ideas for you. Okay. I think you've watched some of these. Okay. So I don't have cable. So I 
got rid of it a few years ago because I felt like I didn't need to have a way to mindlessly channel surf and get sucked into something Mm -hmm. where I wanted to have to, I guess, be a little more proactive about wanting to watch something. Like, you know, on a Sunday when you're a little hungover and you're like, wow, I just watched six hours of the Kardashians and I have no idea why. Yes. It's not that I wanted to. I just did it. Yeah. I wanted to not do that. So I don't have cable. So I have to seek out my TV. But I like to always have one show that I'm binge watching Uh that the episodes are already out in addition to like anything I'm regularly watching because I think I'm the opposite of people where I will read in the evenings. I'm a big evening reader instead of watching TV. Yeah. But I can't read right up until I go to bed or I'll never stop reading. Oh, interesting. I'll just be like one more chapter, 30 more pages. No, I'm so invested. So I like to watch an episode of TV before I go to bed. So that's why I like to have a binge watch show. Okay. So in terms of current season TV that I'm into, I'm also into The Blacklist. It's kind of crappy at this point that if you're not already watching it, I'm not saying that you should start. It's yeah, gone so far it's off, the rails. off the rails, but I'm so invested. Me too. Mm-hmm. Never going to stop. Yeah. I'm also so into The Magicians. Did you try that? I watched the first season and I was really into it. And then I just kind of was like, mm, I don't need this anymore. It's gotten better and better. It's in the fourth season now and they're actually past the books. And it's really good. Interesting. I'm, I can't believe it's made it four seasons. I was like, this show is going to get canceled, but I'm enjoying it. I think it gets better every season. I loved the books, but I'm into the magicians. I, I talked about this on my Instagram story a couple of weeks ago because I've never heard any other person say that they're into it or that they watch it. Mm-hmm. And I got a bunch of DMs back. So I think people are watching. Okay. What you need to watch, though, is you need to watch Shit's Creek. That's what everyone is saying. You so, need to. Okay, I'm going to. I watched the first two episodes years ago, and I was like, man, eh, this is not for me. So I feel like that's another one that's gotten better and better, and you also get more invested, so you care about the stupid minutia. It's so good. Okay. I think you would really like that. Okay. And then I'm also really into I'm Sorry, which you watched and you did not like. Um, That's the one with the mom, right? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was okay. I did think that episode with the porn star was really funny. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's this comedy show about a mom who's a comedy writer. It's on True TV. I feel like it's got no buzz. My friend Rachel loves it and made me watch it. But Andrea Savage is the comedian who writes and directs all of them and stars in it. And it's so funny. So I'm really into that. And then the last thing that I feel like you should you would be into is, did you watch Jack Ryan on Amazon? Everyone tells me I need to watch it. It's so good. It is absolutely not my genre. Okay. I binge watched it so hard. I was into it. There's only like 10 episodes, so I don't know if that's going to really keep you afloat. Okay. However, it's really good. Oh, you know what else I I binge watched and loved was the the Bodyguard. You know, I couldn't get into that. Oh, interesting. I and I know that you said that the last episode is really incredible, but I kind of oh trailed God, was, off. Okay. I only watched, I think there's six episodes in the first season, and I, I only watched three of them, and I was bored. Interesting. I know. Okay. But, and then, so my binge watch show right now is I'm re-watching Lost. Okay. Another addiction, thank you to Ashley Spivey, last I, week's guest. Okay. 
Did you watch Lost? I watched like the first season. So my old boyfriend um, was like, you've never watched Lost. We're going to watch it together. And we watched like, I don't know, maybe a season. And I was like, and it was just like getting to be too much. And then he would be watching the current seasons. This was when oh. I was still on. And I was like, this is confusing and crazy. It's very confusing. It's very intense. I remember I watched it like 10 years ago and I remember it going downhill. So I don't know that I'll finish it, but it's keeping my attention real well right now. Okay. So that's my background show. But it's also, I don't I don't really binge watch it because it's so intense that I only want to watch one or two episodes. Yeah. So I like that. I feel like it's a good balance. Okay. So that's where I am on TV. Cool. I feel like I just made it sound like I watch way more TV. And you don't. Than I do. Yeah. Because I watch Shit's Creek and I'm Sorry on Netflix when the seasons come out. Like I don't watch them in real time. So the only real things that I watch in real time are The Blacklist and The Magicians. Okay. I really want you to watch The Magicians again. I don't know. Ugh. I do love magic, so maybe. Did you start The Unkindness of Magicians? No, I ended up putting it down to read something else. <sighs> are you bringing it on your yoga retreat? Maybe. That's my pile of books over there for the yoga retreat. I'm going to weigh in and get feedback after this. Okay. Kay. Please do. What about blogs and websites? You put this in, and I don't have a ton to add here. So I. What about the Stripe? You do not read the Stripe every day? I do not read the Stripe every day. I will tell that you. That hurts. So the way that I consume media is mostly through Instagram. So when I see that you have a post, like your Grace had a great career post this morning, I swipe up, but I don't go to the blog and check it out. Like you have to come to me and entice me. And if you like smart reads, you should listen, watch my much less smart um, Saturday Weekend Reading. Well, I do usually swipe up on that, and I read your newsletter. Okay, I'm a big newsletter person. I have, I do have a newsletter. It needs to come to me. I don't go to a lot of websites and say, "Hey, what's new?" Oh my god, so, a big, my newsletter hit forty thousand subscribers this week. That's insane. Yeah, I've got a that's lot. Great. I got a lot of people. I also yeah. did a giveaway, which is how I acquired some of those. But it was I'm exciting. A, I'm a big newsletter person. I, I read your newsletter. Hitha's love five smart reads. I love the of a kind newsletter. Love the of a kind newsletter. Do you get Ann Friedman's newsletter? Mm-mm. You should. Okay, the girls' night in newsletter. That one I'm okay on. Okay. I like it. I don't love it. Ann Friedman's from Call Your Girlfriend is great. Okay, I'm gonna look for that right now. And then I also got this one called Garden Variety, which is I don't even know who the people are who write it, but I like that one too. Okay, I feel like yeah, like I read most of my news and read most of my blog posts on the suggestion from oh, other and Molly curators. Chen's newsletter. Molly Chen's newsletter. And I get Jasmine Guillory's newsletter too. Like I'm bitter against Jasmine because she didn't write us back about being in the podcast. That's true. We are bitter about that. Yeah. But I still like her newsletter. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like maybe I need to become a better consumer of my own because I feel like I only read things that are suggested to me by people I trust. I use them as a filter. Okay. Yeah. But you tell me because you're the blogger. You, yeah. you know the, you know where to be. So I, I mean, I still am very much, and my blog traffic is still growing. So I do think that people are still reading blogs. But I think the Instagram swipe up has really influenced that because yeah. a lot of people are like you and they consume media um, based on that. So I still do read a lot of fashion and lifestyle sites. And you, do you have a feed reader or do you just I go to their, go to their sites. site? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I actually have a blog post where I wrote um it was one it was when I was in Cuba. I did a instead of my usual weekend reading, I just did a list of the 
you know, like 15 blogs that I read. And now I go back and I click on those just when I forget like who, but you know, some favorites that I love, I still love a cup of Joe. I just think I always learn something new or cool from her site. It's like very, um, it's kind of just like sitting down with a cup of coffee and like, well, a cup of Joe, (laughs) but I find her site just very like calming and refreshing. I always love her links roundups. I've, um, and I love when she does like five fun things and I just end up learning something new from her. I love Damsel and Dior. I think that she does a really good job of, of keeping her style very attainable, but also aspirational. I always find things that I want when I'm on her site. She's in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's her- very like low key. Yeah. Relaxed style. And it's way more California girl than either one of us, but I will say I, I still find things that I like from her. Yeah. And we have the exact same taste in beauty products. We're both like a little bit older and like obsessed with Augustina's Bader. We're obsessed with Vintner's daughter. So I do take her beauty advice seriously. Then, oh, I love Brooklyn Blonde along those lines. We're also the same age. I'm one day older than her. My birthday is September 27th and hers is the 28th. She's going to be on our podcast at some point soon. And she has amazing style and also amazing skincare advice. So I love her. Um, Who else do I love? And I love Jess Kirby's blog. I think that her whole style is just so beautiful and um, very like New England aesthetic. And she's always like by the water in Newport. Also, she's been doing all of this um, capsule wardrobe content, which I'm so not a capsule wardrobe person, but I appreciate her style. And when she does it, I think that she's one of those people that really stays true to herself, which is something I try and do as well. Um, in that she is always 100% herself and just very authentic as an influencer. Um, and then there's the more aspirational fashion-y sites like this time tomorrow. Um, my good friend, Crystal Bix site, and Atlantic Pacific Blair's site. I never miss a Blair post. Like Blair's site is just I can't pull off most of what she wears, but it's just so fun. Like seeing her in like another colored faux fur coat and like some like crazy colored tights. She just looks amazing. I mean, um, I follow all of these people on Instagram, but I feel like I consume much more of their content there than well, on their blogs. You should also support their blogs because that's probably where most of them are still making their money. Just to say, not to like give you one more thing to do. Oh, and then I also read a lot of websites. Like I love Well and Good. I love Mind Body Green. I love The Coveteur. I love Man Repeller. I think Man Repeller has just really taken her content to the next level. The writers that she's brought on are amazing. They're all so smart and funny, but um, also have that whole fashion thing down. There's more, but I could talk about the sites I read every day. This is so interesting because I I follow most of these sites either on yeah. Facebook or Instagram and I read their content through that, but I never just go to their website and say what's new. I think what makes a difference for me, whether I just follow them on Instagram or if I go to their site, is if they have a voice. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's like everyone that I just talked about has a unique perspective that you can't just get from looking at a, a feed post in Instagram. Like they all, they're great storytellers. They have interesting things to say. I mean, especially, especially Jess, Man Repeller, um, who else on that list? Crystal Bick is an amazing writer. So I think that like I want more and I want to go to, to like get the full story. Yeah. Yeah. What about podcasts? You only listen to Bad on Paper. I only listen to Bad on Paper. I listen to our podcast every Wednesday. Is that weird? No, I, well, I listen to it. I always listen to it before it goes out so that I just know that there's no mistakes or anything. 
And I also listen to it Wednesday morning. Yeah. So it's weird. We like listening to hear listening to ourselves talk. But well, I like it, but I also feel like I'm probably more critical of it than yes, the average person. And I think we are getting better at this because we do listen and we're we're hypercritical of ourselves. Our self-obsession is benefiting all of you. Yes. So besides bad on paper, which I listen to twice a day, every single day. <laughs> Probably no. like not an exaggeration. No, I, I listen to the new episodes before Cassidy uploads them into Libsyn and I listen to us I got every it. Wednesday I, morning. I got it. So you know I love my dating podcasts. Um, you love your dating podcasts. I could probably have written this list for you. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, I swear I'm not in love with Jared Freed, but, like, I love him. Like, he's just so funny. I love the J-Train podcast, and I love the Betches You Up podcast. And it's just so funny. Like, I got served an ad for You Up, like, years, like what, a year ago when it launched. And I was like, what is this? I'm not a Betches consumer. And now I, like, listen to multiple Betches podcasts. I get their newsletter and, like, see what they're up to. I'm so not, like, because they write so much about reality TV and just, like, very pop culture-y things that I don't know about. But I love it. I'm, like, such a Betches person now thanks to that random podcast. And then I found Jared and was like, I'm going to follow this guy on Instagram and follow his other podcast. I'm like, all right. But you know what I like even more? I hate, like, having a favorite is I like I found Girls Gotta Eat via the Betches You Up podcast, and I like them even more. You um, were – I don't know if we should say this. Tell me if you want to cut this out. But you were like, I would be so creepy if they came on the podcast because you would be fangirling so hard. No, we can keep that in. I think that I'll I'll get it together. Ashley and I are going to get lunch and talk, so I think You're that obsessed with by them. then. Yeah. But I think that Ashley and I are, like, actually friends now. Like, okay. at least internet friends. I think I'll cool down. I just think they're so funny. Like, I have such a friend crush on them. But I would – I think – I can be creepy and awkward. I was also nervous that I would be weird around Jared because, <laughs> like, I follow – I listen to him three times a week on – That's so much. I know. On two J trains and you up. I mean, I also, like – I'm at my desk all day. I have the po- – I have podcasts on all That's day. That's so interesting. I can't listen to podcasts while I do other things. And it's the same with yeah. music. I – if I am doing work – Oh, I'm sitting in silence. There is not a TV show in the background. There is not a podcast in the background. I'm not listening oh. to music. It is silent. I always have something else Mm-mm. on. I can't focus. So I listen to podcasts when I'm on the subway, when I'm commuting, uh, sometimes when I'm getting ready in the morning. Yeah. But it's not while I'm doing other things. I can't. I, I can't. I always. I always or if have. I'm cleaning the house or grocery shopping or other big yeah. times. I always have something on, whether it's a podcast or music. Oh, I can't do that. That would help me get through my podcast queue a lot yeah, better yeah, if I yeah. could do it while I work. Um, so I love Girls Gotta Eat. I just think they're so funny and relatable. And like it's really given me a better outlook on dating. Like it just helped me to take things less seriously, have fun with it, and just laugh more. So I am a big fan of those three. I sometimes listen to Guys We Fucked, but it's not like a must, must listen to. Yeah. Um, I also love um, – she just launched it. A month ago, Shanae Alexander's podcast, which is called Press Send. And she does interviews with like influencers and just like cool people in the space. She interviewed the girls from Guys We Fucked. She interviewed my friend Deepika, who's a um, like a beauty YouTuber. Um, her interviews have been really good so far. And they're very real. They're very raw. Like the advice is always spot on. 
I also like my smart podcast, so I always try and listen to Pod Save America, Hysteria. They're both um, from Crooked Media. And then up first to get my news. And then if I still have time, I listen to TED Talks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and Call Your Girlfriend. I have so many. But those are like my core ones. Wow. I'm a big You're media consumer. Yeah. You really are. Yeah, I love media. Like, I love podcasts. I love TV. I love books. I love magazines. Like, the whole. Do you think that what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, were you a big media consumer and that's why you, this is your career? Or because of your career and because you're doing roundup emails and curating content that you're consuming so much content? I think it's because I'm a media consumer. Like, I remember when I lived in Boston um, 12 years ago, my very good friend Erin and I were like so obsessed with Lucky Magazine. And so we were always just like sharing all of the things that we had had tried and found because of Lucky Magazine. Well, Lucky Magazine was such a phenomenon. Oh like my God. That, I remember that being super important. It came with the stickers. Mm-hmm. I was so into Lucky Magazine. I always took the stickers out and I would just like thumb through the things I wanted. And that like, I remember just being like, I want to work for this magazine. Like this would be my dream job, getting to share and write about all of my shopping discoveries. And then like, look what I'm doing now, like 12 years later. Yeah. 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 So I think it's, I've always just loved like whatever it is. Like it was magazines for a long time. Um, I mean, TV and movies and all of that I've always loved. I think it, I think it was that first. And then I was like, I want to do this. We'll see what happens. Um, And who knew it would become a career? Seriously. Yeah. Okay, wait, what are your podcasts? I feel like people are going to start cheating on us. No. Guys, like stick with us. There is room for everyone, Becca. I know. Okay, so my There's brain... There's one on your list that I hate, but you know what it is. I know. I'm not going to say it. So my Brain Candy podcast is Who Weekly. It is always the... If there's a new episode, it's the first thing I listen to. It's so funny. So I listened to it, and I thought it was funny, but I didn't understand what they were talking about. Yeah. Because I'm so out of the pulp culture loop. Yeah. So it's about D-list celebrities. Yeah. So their tagline is everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. And I think... Uh, the other thing about it is that there's a lot of it's very self-referential. So the more you listen to it, they'll go back to things that they've talked about or they talk about the same joke. So yeah, like I know way more about Lil Xan than I need to, like than anyone needs to through this podcast. Okay. So, you know, like you kind of learn it. It's there's definitely a learning curve of like when you jump in, you probably don't get most of it. But I'm like very deep in the hoodum. Okay. So love Who Weekly. My OG favorite podcast has kind of stopped publishing. So it's this podcast called The Great Debates. And it's these three guys. Uh, they're, they're comedy writers for TV. And the show concept is basically that they pick really silly and inane topics and debate them completely seriously. Like they'll have an episode that's about Keanu Reeves as a good actor and one takes the pro and one takes the con and there's a moderator and they like fight it they like fight to the death on it oh I like that it's so funny but they've they've kind of stopped publishing they have a few episodes a year now um I think one of them had a child and I don't know they they have new jobs they're busy but love that whenever it publishes I am really into second life I love podcast I love Hillary I just she's another one that I like, really want to be friends with because of her podcast. Yeah. So she interviews women about their career paths and, and usually women who've had somewhat non-traditional career paths. I listen to that, but it also sometimes depends on the guest, how excited I am about it. Um, 
I love Call Your Girlfriend. I have re- recently, speaking of batches, recently I've been really, really into Diet Starts Tomorrow. Um, I haven't listened to that one, but I want to because I'm feeling especially out of shape right now. I really like it. It is one of those podcasts that are not even a podcast. It's one of those things where I, when I listen to it, I always have the experience of, oh, my God, me too. I thought it was just me. Yeah. When they talk about their feelings about their bodies or their eating habits. Okay. I I think it's really good. They just went to two episodes a week, which is a little too much for me. But I will listen to like one a week or one every other week. Like I'm pretty okay. into it. I like the content. You know, I love the badges, so I'm going to add this to my queue. It makes me feel better with with regards to my body confidence, too. Yeah. So into that. And then um, I will pop in and out of Forever 35 and Selfie, which are both podcasts that are both two women who are in their 30s and 40s just talking and sometimes having guests. Yeah. And I will... I'll pop in and out if I'm good on my cue. I'll listen, or if there's a guest that's really intriguing to me. Yeah, I'll look at those for guests. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm less loyal to that. Yeah. So that's where I'm at on podcasts. Okay. Yeah. You put in here magazines. I don't read any magazines anymore. Becca, you're such a like you're such a millennial. I like, really you don't am. I did anymore. You get everything from Instagram. I didn't realize what. A millennial I was until this episode. So I still read magazines. I love them. I will say I read fewer like fashion and beauty related magazines because I get that all from, from my blogs. But, like, you know, I'm a huge interiors person and I love architectural digest. Like that is my porn. Like I look at it. I find the most amazing stuff. I can't afford any of it, but I just love it. It's like one of my favorite, favorite things to read. I love Real Simple and Martha Stewart Living because they're always packed with like recipes and just things. I'm always ripping pages out like because I'm like, oh, I got to make this steak salad and I have to like dip dye these Easter eggs like I never do. You have to dip dye these Easter eggs? Yeah, I do. I have to. So um, I I love both of those magazines. And I also get um, Porter Magazine, the one from Mm Metaporte. I get that because I'm like a EIP. I don't pay for my subscription. It's because I spend too much money in a <laughs> And then I also... It's just a reminder of your spending yeah, just habits. just a reminder that I'm an awful person. <laughs> and then I also get Bizarre, which is like totally in the other direction. But I... Oh, and I get Vogue because... Look at you. Yeah. I find it difficult to get through a magazine now. It can be, but it's really cathartic to sit through and like... Just sit. It's like very meditative, I think. I used to always read magazines on planes, but I've stopped because now movies are usually free on planes now. And then I have my Kindle. Yeah, I'm not a magazine person anymore. And I used to be a huge magazine person. So that was how I started obsessing over everything. It was it all yeah. goes back to mag. I was such a magazine person in college and high school. And I mean, I had YM. Remember YM? Oh, my God. YM. And teen. Um, Teen and then um, Tiger Beat. Did you have the the celebrity Mm -hmm. boy magazines? Yep. And Teen, was there one called Teen Beat or was, am I mixing things up? I think there was also, there was Tiger Beat and I think there was Teen Beat. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to put posters on my wall because my mom didn't want me to put tape or thumbtacks on the wall. 
but I had this big walk-in closet and so I could put posters in my closet. So I had the creepiest closet with all of these photos of the tear-outs from these magazines of like Ryder Strong and JTT and Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, I Oh, I used to love those magazines. I miss those magazines. But now like the teens these days, they don't buy magazines are all on Instagram or like Snapchat or they're probably on something we haven't even heard yeah, of. Yeah, they're probably exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well then switching gears, should we talk about our favorite apps? Yeah. So yeah. if I am a millennial when it comes to all the other stuff, I am a 90 year old person when it comes to apps. I have no cool apps. I was looking through my phone for this question. See, I thought you had a good list. I was like, I have I got nothing. Oh, I was like pull I was grasping at straws here. So the one app that I feel that I love that I've talked about in this podcast multiple times and I'm going to talk about again, but then I felt like I needed to pick other things too. Love Digit. Love Digit. What is Digit? How do you listen to me when I talk on this podcast? Yeah, but I forget what it is. Is it the one that saves money? Yeah, it saves money for you. So oh, you yeah, hook it up to your bank account. Your- Mm-hmm. and it steals small amounts of money for That's you. That's how you save for trips and for clothes for trips, right? Yes. I remember. Yeah, you I just listen. forgot what it was called. So you can set up savings goals. You can have – I have, like, one for trips. I have one for um, – oh, I have, like, a rainy day fund. Okay. Which is, like, one of their defaults. You could save to pay off credit card debt. Um, I did one for my 32nd birthday. I wanted to, like, I don't know, buy myself something nice or – yeah. Go somewhere nice. When are we going nice. to Chanel and getting your bag? Soon. Okay. I can't wait for this day. So, yeah, but Digit's great because it's, it steals small amounts of money from your bank account. Like, you can set a limit. I think my limit is $20. And you can say, if you're under this amount in your checking account, don't take money. And it takes money away. And you don't notice. Like, I'm going to look right now and see how much is in my Digit. And I have not felt it at all. So there's... $676 in my rainy day fund and $618 in my vacation fund. That's like, yeah, that's $1,300 that I didn't notice me stealing from myself. Yeah, that's really good. I know. Okay, I'm going to get this app. Maybe not today, but I I'm will. obsessed. So past guest Danielle Prescott said that she's obsessed with Albert, which is a similar app, but that's too complicated for me, and I did not like that one. Okay. This one is like dumb simple. Okay. So big fan of Digit. I was really into Duolingo for a hot minute, and I put it on here because I want to get back into it, and it's a free language learning app. So, I mean, it's like Rosetta Stone, but free. Um. Yeah. I don't know that one, but I, I am intrigued. So I want to get into that. I'm obsessed with Splitwise for group trips. Yes, obsessed. you got me into that. It's so great. Yeah. And then the last thing that I feel like is the only unique thing that I have to share, these four, like the only cool apps I have, is I have a word search app, which I'm real into. What is that? It's literally like a word search. What do you do with it? You know, like a word search puzzle. Oh. Yeah. Like, um... Like the one where you circle the words in, yeah. inside the puzzle. I love that. You're going to have to tell me which app it's, co- that is. it's called Word Search. Okay. Because mine is Candy Crush. Like I. Yeah, you love Candy Crush. I am like really good at Candy Crush and I hate myself for it, but I Do play you ever it every buy day. Lives? Um, I have. <gasps> Grace, you're I one know. of those. I am so terrible. I mean, I'm really ashamed about my Candy Crush behavior. When did this start? Are you new to Candy Crush or has this been going strong for years? 
It's been a couple of years, but oh, I forgot wow. about it. And then I was on a plane. I think it was when we were in Thailand or when I was in Thailand. Yeah, I wasn't you in were Thailand. supposed to be in Thailand. And I was on a plane and there was nothing to do because there was no Wi Fi. And I was like, what can I do? And I was like, oh, I candy do crush. have Candy Crush. My sister got me into it a couple of years ago. Because I had, I, I'm not judging you because I definitely yeah. had a hot and heavy Candy Crush yeah. thing, but it was like years ago and it totally passed. Yeah. Oh, wow. So do you play every day? Yeah, usually. Oh, wow. It's like a little r- ritual I have. I play it for like 10 minutes before bed okay. and then I read for an hour. Okay. Yeah. What else do you got for me? Um, Planoly. I love Planoly for planning my Instagram feed. Okay. I like that you can put, because a lot of my brand campaigns, there's so many where I have to do sponsored Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. So I record those in advance and I can put all the captions in in advance. Oh. And then it's just... I feel like I'm seeing how the sausage is made. Uh-huh. It makes it a lot easier. Like generally my stories are super, super in the moment and off the cuff. But if it's sponsored, it has to be approved by the brand. So it's a different situation. But um, love Planoly for that. Um, What else do I like? What are you using for dating right now? I'm using Hinge, and it's the only dating app I have. And I would like Hinge to sponsor me because I've given them so much press. That's how I had met Andy, the last guy I dated. I'm kind of sporadic with dating apps right now just because I'm going on yeah. this yoga retreat. I have, like a, f- like, a few people that I have dates lined up with and a few people I'm regu- regularly corresponding with, but, like, nothing exciting. Corresponding sounds so... 1800s like you're writing them letters because <laughs> i'm a dinosaur no um what about you no i'm doing hinge too so i i can't remember if i talked about this on the podcast or if i only talked about this in real life but i went on my first date in a long while in yes. a couple of weeks ago and then i immediately got sick and i still have a lingering cough so i'm kind of gross still yeah but i went on my first date i ripped the band-aid after not dating for I don't know, like six months or a year. And I decided I'm going to do Hinge because I feel like in the past, I've tried to do all of them where I'll be on Bumble and on Hinge and on Tinder. You can, and you I get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I get overwhelmed. I'm talking to too many people on too, too many different things. And I'm just like, I'm out. Yeah. I burn myself out on it. Yeah. Or I like forget to check the messages. And then someone is like, three weeks ago was like, hi. And I'm like, oh, you're gone now. Bye. Yeah. So I'm doing Hinge. Yeah. I have a date next week. Who is it with? I'm not going to talk about that. Here. Yeah. That's true. But tell me a little about him. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> How creepy would that be if you were going on a date with somebody and they like happen to mention that they have a podcast and you go on and they're like talking about you before you even got on a date that with them? That is true. But I'd be like, well, he's a doctor and he's tall and he likes dogs. Like, No. We're okay. not going there. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. I'm nosy. I'll tell you offline. Yeah, offline. I want the full scoop. Tell me about. We've three more categories here. Yeah, we've got a well, lot. We this deep. is like we're like we're basically Oprah today. We need to post this list. Somewhere yeah, we do. Otherwise, uh huh. Yeah, the DMs are going to get too much. Yeah. Beauty products. I love talking about. So skincare. we split beauty products up. So this is not inclusive of makeup. Yes. Five skincare products that you can't like. I did hair stuff too. You can do hair stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Number one, 
The Goop by Juice Beauty Night Cream. Really like it. I have some of that. I'll give it to you because I don't like it. I love it. It's so thick. It's like it's not bad. Grotesquely thick. Which I have very dry skin. So you like like that better than Doctor Bader? I like Doctor Bader. I was having some issues with it where I don't know if it broke me out or gave me a little rash. I'm very sensitive, so I'm back to Goop, which my skin is used to for now. Okay. Scoop night cream. Love it. I also wear it during the day because it is winter in New York City. Oh, yeah. I wear night cream all day long. For sure. Mm-hmm. Bioderma micellar water. Love it. You've you've been speaking that. This has been my truth for yeah, for a long time. Years. When I went to Paris, I bought you like three bottles of it. I know. Mm-hmm. It's, I would say going on a five-year relationship with this. It is so gentle. I like it better than other micellar waters. I'm very loyal. I try to buy it in Europe. And you like the one there. from Europe versus the one from... I'm just convinced that, that everything in Europe is formulated a little more cleanly mm-hmm. than in the U.S. Because usually when products go abroad, they reformulate. And when they... Or they reformulate for different countries based on the laws of what you can and cannot have in beauty products. And Europe in general is has much more stringent laws than the U.S. So I feel better getting it there because I don't know if they're sneaking other things into it in the U.S. Okay. It is totally made up. I have no idea. Yeah. But I I feel like I I think that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. My next thing is the Summer Fridays jet lag mask. I love that one. Which I really love. And also this winter have been wearing just as moisturizer sometimes. Like if I'm not going anywhere for the day. Yeah. It's a great like just like put a layer on. on and leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Super into it. On the hair side... I'm actually really excited we're doing this because I think this was my obsession, one of the first episodes of the podcast, and I want to talk about this more. Okay. Olaplex number three hair mask. I think it has completely changed my hair. You've talked about this a lot. I like Olaplex. My old hair stylist used to always give it to me. So there's the kind that you get in the salon yeah, that she would they fill treat up your hair with. With it and like let me sneak it out. And then there's an at-home one that mm-hmm. you use. I use it once a week. I think you can use it twice a week if your hair is really, really damaged. Okay. I think it has made such a difference in my hair. I'm okay. obsessed with it. I am incredibly loyal to this. Yeah. Love that. My last thing is skin Iceland eye patch masks. Oh, I love those. Mm S-K-Y-N. And I keep these in the fridge. Yes. When I had them, I kept them in the fridge too. And I like them if I'm hungover Mm -hmm. and I need to go be a person. You should try the chlorine um, eye patches too. Are they gel? I like the gel ones. They're gel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any of the gel ones you can put in the fridge and they stay cold. Yeah. Or the Peter Thomas Roth gold ones. I might have tried those. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I like these. Okay. Um, especially if I'm hungover, I tend to get really puffy under eyes generally, like not hungover. So mm-hmm. if I'm hungover, my, my under eyes are not great. Yeah. I'm a big fan of these. Okay. Always have them in my fridge. What about you? Okay. So I'm just basically going to walk you through. This is not, there's nothing hair here and there's no treatments like masks because i do love treatments but since we said can't live without these are like the five things i use every day okay so or at least like multiple times a week the first one is beauty counters cleansing balm i think it's just like 
it gets all of my makeup off and I know that it, there, there's no bad ingredients in it and it smells so good. Have you been to the new beauty counter store? No, I'm dying to go. I actually ordered like, so, so I did a sponsored post with them and then my readers were like, well, you have to try this and you have to try this and you have to try this. So I ordered like $200 worth of stuff and got it and I'm obsessed, but I want to go to the store. So that, and then toner. So when I went to Christine Chin for a facial, she was like, you got to be using toner. Like, this is why you have little bumps and this is why blah, 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 blah. It's, you're not getting your skin clean enough. So I started using toner and my skin got so much better. I just think it's like the, the last like step you need. And I love this one from Acwell, A-C-W-E-L-L. I've never even heard of that brand. I sell so many of those. I was looking at my reward style links and I sell like at least a couple of bottles a day. Wow. Yeah. So that. And then um, there's three things. So there's the Dr. Bader cream, which I talk about nonstop. It's my favorite moisturizer. You are like the spokesperson, the unofficial spokesperson when for I, Dr. Bader. When I saw Katie last night, she's like, are you like a brand ambassador for them? Are they paying you? Because I got her to use it and she loves right. it. I was like, no, like I've never been paid by them. I just love it. How hard would you fangirl if you met Dr. Bader? Oh, I would freak. I would lose my shit. Like <laughs> I would lose it. Like, I don't know. It might be even better than meeting Girls Gotta Eat. I'm going to Google what he looks like. I, in my head, he's like an octogenarian. I'm pretty sure he's like, like a weird seven scientist. year old weird scientist dude. Because that's how he got his start was creating creams for burn victims. Yeah. And that technology is now applied into his creams. So that, and then there's two kind of treatment products. So I put Dr. Bader, I have this all on my blog, but I put Dr. Bader on every morning and then pretty much every other night. And in between... There are not photos of Dr. Oh. Bader on here. I I don't know how to know what he looks like. Okay. Well, let me talk. Um, okay. There's a Kiehl's vitamin C treatment. I believe it's called their deep like intensive line reducing treatment, something like that. It's But it's full of vitamin C. I use that a couple times a week. And then I use Sunday Riley's A plus retinoid serum a couple times a week. And with both of those, then I'll also put oil or cream on over. But the, um, the Kiehl's product, I swear, like nothing actually like improves the appearance of fine lines better. And then just as I get older, I'm trying to make sure I use retinol two to three days a week. And I really like the Sunday Riley one. Okay. Yes. Ooh, skincare. I could talk about it for hours. I know you can. Yeah. So let's move on to makeup. What yes. about you? Okay. I tried to just like keep it to my essentials. Not, I didn't want to go crazy. Yeah. Oh, I want to buy your first one because a makeup artist used it on yeah. me. So the Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk Foundation. I've been loyal to for forever. It's so expensive. Yeah, but it lasts forever because yeah. you only need one pump or okay. maybe two pumps yeah. to do your whole face. Yeah. And I don't wear it every day. Like this yeah. is my going out, being official yeah, yeah. foundation. On a day-to-day basis, I either don't wear foundation or I wear the It Cosmetics CC cream. Yeah. So the Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk Foundation, love. Um, I love NARS the Multiple Blush. But I and everyone wears it in orgasm, and I don't like that. I don't like. Oh, I things love with orgasm. In it. Oh, I like. I, I just want to be like shiny and glowy. I like this color called Angui, in Anguilla. Okay, which is like very hot pink when it comes out of the tube. Yeah, but I love cream blush way more than powder. Okay, love this. I feel like I found. I think the color is really bright. It goes on very bright, but it looks really natural on. 
I'm very into the Glossier Lash Slick Mascara. Love. For a day-to-day, like, I just want my lashes to be separated and black, but I don't want to be look like I'm wearing mm-hmm. a ton of mascara. I could not live... If I had to pick one product where I could only wear one makeup product, it would probably be the Anastasia Beverly Hills Eyebrow oh, that's Pencil. that's such a good one. And I think we're just having an eyebrow moment culturally. Yeah. But I feel like I need to, fil- like, fill my brows, even if I'm just running errands you know yeah so i feel like that and mascara are the two things that i put on yeah then cannot live without the bite agave lip mask which i wear as chapstick i don't wear it as a mask i think you're supposed to put on at night and then wipe it off i do not do that no i just use it as like a lip gloss no i use it as chapstick same thing okay yeah but i feel like it really keeps me from getting chapped lips in the winter yeah and it's natural yeah. Love it. it. Smells like birthday cake. It's great. And then there's this YSL lipstick that I like, but it it doesn't have a name. It just has a number. So that makes it quite hard to recommend to you. I'm digging in my purse to find it. So it's the YSL Rouge Rouge Per Couture Lipstick. Where's the number on it? I think the number rubbed off, so I don't know what number it is. Oh, that sucks. How am I going to rebuy this? Well, folks, that was a terrible recommendation. I do not know what color it is, but the color is a number and it is rubbed off the package. No, that's not helpful. Not helpful at all. <laughs> okay, your turn. Um, So makeup-wise, I'm still obsessed with Chantecaille everything. That um HD finishing powder, which comes in the in the brush, is Magical. I put it on now every day, even if I don't have face make- makeup on, just to be like an Instagram filter. I recently got a NARS lip kit in a color called Sex Machine. And that sounds like Ooh. it's going to be like really crazy, but it's actually just a really pretty blush pink. And so it comes with one of their... um one of their long wear lip pencils and then also like a gloss that you put over it. Like I guess it's more like a liquid lipstick, but it's not it's not super glossy, but it's definitely not matte. And I love it. It's just like a really pretty pink color. Then um what else? Oh, I always, always do my brows and my lashes. So Yeah, doing your brows just makes you feel so much more done. Yes. So I love the Anastasia brow pencil and then I use Lime Crime's bushy brow to just brush them and tame them. Oh, okay. And I find that I like that even better than glossy lash slick. I do not love Oh no, you mean the boy brow. Boy brow, sorry. I do not love Glossier's boy brow because I feel like it looks really great when you put it on and then an hour later you're like, well, I filled my brows this morning. So try Lime Crime but also try the Beauty Counter brow gel. Which I think, the, I mean, the beauty counter brow gel is just like lash, like in the, like the brush is the same, yeah. everything, but I do find it lasts longer. Yeah. Cause the, but the boy brow doesn't last. No, it doesn't. That's the problem with like, I think a lot of Glossier's pro- products. Like I love cloud paint blush, but. Oh my God. It's gone. It's in, gone in like an hour. I used to use that and I, I loved it's it when so I put pretty. it on in the morning and then I would, it would be the evening and I would be like, I swear I put makeup on this morning. Yeah. It I does know. not look like it. It's gone in an hour. I think it's just made for people who are younger and yeah. are just like naturally beautiful and don't need makeup. Yeah. Um, and then the last makeup obsession I would say is the Chantecaille mascara, which we talked about in our episode with Ashley. It's so expensive. So I could not 
I I found something out though. Um, they have two versions. They have the one with with the peptides, which is what I have, which is basically like combining Latisse and mascara for seventy two dollars. But then they have one without the peptides, which is fifty, which is still expensive. It's more manageable. The seventy yeah. is it's crazy. But I also really want my lashes to grow longer, so I like I like to think that I'm combining. The okay. Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last topic. Yes. Fashion. So, I'm having an off year with this. Like, I'm not feeling great about my body. So whenever I try on clothes, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm stealing two of yours. I'm going first, apparently, and I'm stealing them. But you okay. had in your notes that Rebecca and Taylor, Rebecca Taylor and Vince Forever. Totally Forever. Agree. They're my favorite designers. Totally agree. For, like, more, like, splurgy pieces, those are where I go. If I ever have to go to a wedding and I need a dress and I'm like, fuck, I don't have anything, what am I going to wear? Rebecca Taylor, always. Yeah. 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 I am on such a huge whistles kick. I used to love whistles. I haven't shopped there in forever. And it's not because I don't like it. I just, they haven't been on my radar. I am on such a huge whistles kick. Where do you buy them? So they're in Bloomingdale's. Okay. So the Soho one has a small section and the one uptown has a big section. There's also a new whistles store on Spring Street in Soho. Okay. Um, Also... At Bloomingdale's, they tend to have really good sales. So Whistles is pretty expensive. Like a dress is probably $300, but like it's totally possible to get it 50% off at a Bloomingdale sale. Okay. So I'm having a big Whistles moment. I want to talk again about my Madewell jeans. They're so comfortable, Grace. I so, love Madewell. I don't have any of their jeans. Uh, um, I think they changed the fabric because I bought everyone's them. Everyone's raving about them. Lately. I bought them a long time ago and I didn't like them. The tall ones, I was like, oh, the fit is terrible. I don't like the fabric. They changed something. It's different. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I used to wear the good American jeans and I like them, but they're so tight. Like it's the kind of high-waisted where you're like, at the end of the day, you take them off and you're like, you have lines on your stomach and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like the Madewell ones are just like way more comfortable. Interesting. That's how I feel about Paige jeans. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like I don't think they're my sexy jeans. Yeah, but I have sexy jeans. But I, they're, they look good and they're so comfortable and they have like good trendy washes and cuts. Okay. So into Madewell jeans, I find a lot of stuff on Nordstrom that are their house labels. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the halogen sweaters, the or treasure and bond, treasure and bond, Calson. Like I buy a lot of stuff on Nordstrom that's like no name labels. Yeah. Um, and then you know what? I've been having a moment with Topshop. Okay, I love Topshop. For the record, I well, I thought I was too old for Topshop. Oh, I buy like half my clothes there. I Top stopped Shop and shopping. Madewell is like my wardrobe. I stopped shopping at Topshop, and then this year I'm like, oh, I like Topshop again. Yeah, my three favorite coats are all Topshop. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. What about you? Okay. So we talked about Rebecca Taylor and Vince, so Agreed. we don't need to go. Um, I could literally just wear Vince all day, every day if I had to. For like a really splurgy designer that like I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy one really like cool statement piece, it's, it's Zimmerman. I love their dresses, and I love their tops. You know what? Splurgy designer I'm circling around? Who? Ula Johnson. 
oh, I love her, but honestly, I can't wear her stuff because it makes me look so frumpy. So I've never bought anything from there. They just opened a store right by my apartment. And every time they change the windows, I'm like, I need that. So I have a ton of weddings this summer. And I'm like, I'm circling Ula Johnson as my version of that. I have some things in my closet from her, but I just find like most of them make me look like a house. Okay. Well, maybe it's not going to be... I'm going to be curious to see what you think because yeah. I just – I have a theory that if you have boobs, you can't wear Ula. Ugh. Like, well, because know. she's so good at smock dresses and things. But I think you have to be, like, flat-chested with no hips. Well, we'll see. But That's not me. you me posted. Then um, – but I do love Ula. I think her stuff is beautiful. I just don't yeah. think it's flattering at all. Um, What else is on my list? So I've been really into Marisha swimsuits which is M-A-R-Y-S-I-A. Um, they're, they're all like really cute and scalloped. I just got a black scalloped one piece for my trip to Costa Rica. And it's just so comfy. It's so flattering. It's like smashes my boobs down so that like I feel like, which maybe you, some people want to like make them bigger, but I like right now I'm in a place where I want them to be smashed down and look like a little bit more flat chested. Then um, I, for denim, I love Good American and I love Redone. So I, I generally wear like skinny jeans, like with boots and what, what have you, or I'll wear um, like more destructed, like mom jeans with heels and all my favorite, like more destructed, like high waist, rigid, no non-stretch jeans are from Redone. They take old Levi's and like upcycle them into new styles. Oh, interesting. Love them. Love Topshop. Um, oh, Sarah Flint heels. Like, so, you know, I'm a Manolo Blahnik girl, like, for most of my heels. But I've been wearing more Sarah Flint. And I will tell you, they're so comfortable. They are half the price of Manolo's. So they're still expensive. They're usually, like, around the $300 mark. But last night, I wore her Perfect Pump. They're a black, just, um, like, a really pretty classic pump with a pointy toe and, like, this little, like, V that gives like some nice toe cleavage love she has three different heights there's one that's like a little bit more like a kitten heel which is like a little bit matronly then there's one that's like very sexy and high I like the middle version which is I'd say it's like three and a half inches and that's high enough yeah I mean last night I wore I walked to the subway had to stand on the subway all the way into the city and into the west village then I had a 15 minute walk to my dinner was fine like no blisters nothing. I'm gonna have to look into these they're the best shoes. I'm now on my – so I have two pairs of slingbacks, a pair of loafers, and now I have the perfect pump. Obsessed. Okay. Absolutely obsessed. And she just came out with a sandal that looks just like the Stuart Weitzman nudist sandal, which I couldn't wear because it cut into my ankle and, like, gave me the worst blisters. So I tried those on when I went to her showroom, and she's sending them to me. Um, but I – like, even if she wasn't – gifting me i would buy them because they're so comfortable and also like super chic just like if you need good basic shoes that are like gonna make your legs look better but also you can walk in all night like i'm obsessed with her yeah so then i also added like another category under mine which is like my secret favorites so talbot's striped t-shirts you love talbot they're always long enough they're always flattering and cute like it's hard to find good basic striped t-shirts especially because i tend to wear mine out a lot and i always send them out with my laundry so that i wear i wear through them pretty quickly so love i love talbot's whatever i love nydj's leggings pants um just make sure you go down a size they're so flattering like they're just like very very comfortable and then i love eileen fisher everything which we've talked about in the past but her cashmere is the softest i think that she's a great 
role model for women. I think that oh, her her corporate her politics is amazing. are awesome. I think the thing about Eileen Fisher is that they style the mannequins. They style oh my God, the everything is so frumpy to be for an older oh, woman. Yeah. But the quality of clothing is really good, and you can wear it either size down or you could wear it in a different way. Yes, that like it's great. I would like to see them work with more influencers because, and me too, no, because I think that, you know, seeing it styled on a younger person would be a really big win for them. Totally. Yeah. But the quality is so good. And their cashmere, there's nothing better. Their cashmere is the softest. Yeah. It's also very expensive, but it's worth it. Whew. Okay. That's it for me. So as I was saying, you would think we would not have obsessions, but we do. We do. So my obsessions this week, I have three. We already talked about the Sarah Flint Perfect Pump. I could talk about these heels forever. I'm going to show them to you when we finish recording. The other thing is the Oribe Serene Scalp Treatment. So I get like very dry, like all over. And my like scalp flaky. is really dry right now. And so this is great. It um It soothes your scalp and it just also like makes you not get flakes anymore it's actually a leave-on treatment oh yeah like cool it has like a nice cooling sensation love and the other one i really am i put this in here just for you because becca likes to make fun of my body wash obsession so if you have been a listener of the podcast since the beginning you will know that there was a stretch where grace recommended i want to say it was five different body washes across two months of episodes and i was making fun of her Mm -hmm. and I, like, just nobody buys that much body wash. I love body wash. So I think she was traumatized and didn't mention body wash for a while. But yeah. apparently you have a new fave. So when I was talking about Beauty Counter and how I did that partnership with them, and then several readers, like, just sent me their recommendations and what they liked. And everyone was like, I know you love Glossier's Body Hero. You have to try Beauty Counter's Citrus Mimosa Body Wash. And it's like orange blossom heaven. Oh, and, it's and it's natural. Super, yeah, and it's not natural, but it's clean. Clean. And it's super hydrating. Like it's really creamy, kind of like the Ooh. Dove body washes almost, which I don't use those because they're garbage, but they're so creamy and amazing. Oh. So I love it. Like I love it. So my obsession is Blair was on the podcast a few weeks ago, and she mentioned local eclectic. And love, I had followed them. this blo- this brand on Instagram. I'd shopped on them, but I didn't know if the quality was going to be good. And Blair was wearing a bunch of rings from them. Obviously, she, she had all these great rainbow rings. Yeah. Which- so I went on their site. I bought these rainbow stud earrings, which actually turned out to be way smaller than I thought they were going to be. Okay. Grace, they're so cute. I need to place an order. You're going to order them too, I think. So I'll show them Wait, to you. did you know they have 530,000 followers yeah, on I did. Instagram? I did. Like, I think they're a big deal. They're a big deal. I didn't realize that. Um, but I'll show you these earrings because I think you're going to be obsessed. Anyway, I'm obsessed. What about on Instagram? Um, on Instagram, who am I obsessed? Oh, I have to I have to go back to the outline. It's called R-E-U-T-O-V Design. Ruto, Rutov Design. You know, I love interiors and, like, everything Architectural Digest. So Lily Saduhi, who makes the headbands we like, yep. um, put put a photo of theirs on her feed, which is, like, all green. So they do these, like, deeply saturated interiors, um, like, 
it's just beautiful. Like their whole thing is like no white walls. So it's like all very colorful walls. It's amazing. Like I like everything they post. Ooh. Yeah. So going back to my Shit's Creek obsession, I just started following Dan Levy on Instagram, who is the co-creator of the show and stars in it. Um, after his really amazing GQ profile, and he's so lovely on Instagram. So oh, really? his Instagram handle is at Insta Dan J Levy. Okay, um, and he's so sweet on Instagram, and I'm loving following him. Oh, I love that. We got to talk about books. We got to Grace. I I am in the worst book hangover I've had in a very long time. Oh. So Ashley Spivey who I am thrilled to be IRL friends with, but I am learning that that is a dangerous thing to be. Yeah, because she makes you drink and she makes you buy 1,000 books. Oh, my God. So my TBR pile is so... It's out of control. It's out of control. It's out of control. So I had to skip book of the month this month because... And I'm such a book of the month diehard. Yeah. I can't have another book to try and read. So Ashley Spivey came over last Friday we recorded the two episodes. She ended up staying. This makes her sound like a freeloader, but we were having such a blast. Um, we stayed drinking until 1230. We had so much fun. I bought even more books that she recommended off the air. We were having a blast. I was kind of drunk, went home, and she had recommended this book in her episode called The Idea of You. And if you follow me on Instagram, it's all I can talk about. So you already know about it. It is quite possibly the most addictive book ever ever yeah it is i have to read it but i don't want to add any i can't like i'm so it's really bad it's definitely trashy it is not as bad as the as paper princess it is not that level of trashy okay the basic premise is that this very cool chic 40 year old french woman who is divorced and has a child goes with her daughter to what is a thinly veiled One Direction concert and begins a torrid but very sweet affair with somebody who's thinly veiled Harry Styles. Grace. (laughs) I went home the night we recorded the podcast. I stayed up until three o'clock in the morning reading this. I... Then woke up the next morning, read the book, finished it in 24 hours, have had the worst book hangover. I have brought down so many people with this book, like people I know in real life. I brought down Hitha. I brought down my friend Ashley. I like I am just like sinking people left and right with this okay. book. Everyone I know who has read it has been like, oh, my God. I, like, I can't even deal. Yeah. I have like a support group going in my Instagram DMs right now. Oh my god. I feel like this I, is what happened when, when I read the selection. Oh my god. It is so good. It's okay. definitely rated R. It is okay. so good. How I'm, are the sex scenes? Great. Okay. Harry Styles seems real good in bed. Okay. I do not know what to do with myself now that I am finished. I finished it on Saturday. It is now Friday. I have read a few pages of things. Like, I can't read. I think about this book every day. I, like, how will I ever read again? 
Just read something else that Ashley recommended. Grace, you have a whole list. I do, but I am so sucked in. Okay. You need to read this. I'm going to read it eventually. I have so many books to read, Becca. Okay, well, somebody else needs to read this. I mean, I already have Becca about that. it in the Facebook group because she needs, she clearly needs more people to talk with her about it. I just want, I, it's not even that I want to talk about it. It's that, like, I want to be not alone in this. Yeah. And, like, have somebody else validate that it's that good and addictive. Okay. Ugh. Okay. It's so good. Oh, my God. Okay, what about you? So what I am reading right now, what I just, so I just finished The Season Airs by Jana King. I've never heard of that. Um, It is, it's kind of like a YA book. It's about, it's very similar in, I would say, vibe and tone to Little White Lies. Oh. So it opens, it's, so it's like these like, tw- they're like all in their early 20s and there's these six people and they get picked by this fashion label to be seasonaires, which basically they get to go to Nantucket for the summer and live in this house for free, have all of their expenses covered, and then they're just expected to Instagram and Snapchat about it the whole time. So they're kind of like influencers, I guess. It reminded me actually a lot of, do you follow KJP? Kyle yes. James Patrick. I yes. don't I don't follow it because it's not it's very preppy. It's not really my I, I don't follow it, but I yeah, know who he is. I know who he is and I really respect their business. They um would bring on interns and the interns all were like kind of like brand reps and you know, they would use all the interns in their photo shoots and everything and they were just everyone who worked for them was always like very, very gorgeous and preppy and like kind of like an Abercrombie model in a way. So it kind of reminded me of that, but it opens and there's a murder. And then it oh. goes back, and that's the at the end of the summer. And then it goes back to the beginning with um, Memorial Day weekend. And I guess it's a series because I had been sent this book. I don't know when I was sent it, but it was in my pile. And then I got sent the second one, which comes out oh. in May or June. Is it good? Should I read it? Yeah, it's fun. I'll give you my copy if you want it. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it's like a fun trashy. Cleanser. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It's just like fun. Okay. Yeah. So that is everything we have to recommend to you. Yes. I am just going to flat out take our podcast outline and just throw it in a new Google Doc and Mm -hmm. put it in the Facebook group. Yeah. So go join our Facebook group if you want to know any of the things that we recommended. Uh Uh-huh. Also. Next week's episode is with Hitha Palapu, who we love. You have heard us recommend her nine zillion times on this podcast because we love her newsletter, Five Smart Reads. And she's just an overall badass. I don't know how she does. She's a mom. She's a CEO. She wrote a book on packing. She is a lifestyle blogger. She curates this newsletter of smart reads. And on her Instagram every morning, she shares the five smart reads. She's pregnant. She's Mm -hmm. awesome. Yes. So follow her, but also tune in next week for that episode. And then if you're looking for something to read, we will be reading Verity for our next book club. And that is, is that by Colleen Hoover? It's by Colleen Hoover. It's supposed to be a very psychological thriller. So Dark I, and twisty and fucked up is what everyone says. Yeah. I've heard some good things in the Facebook group. I can't wait to read it. I'm not going to read it on vacation. I'm going to read it when we get back. Okay. Um, but I cannot wait. And where can people find you on Instagram if they want more Grace Atwood? So I, I mean, there's just a lot of me on the internet. I'm at Grace Atwood on Instagram. And then for those of you who do read blogs, I'm at thestripe.com. And I post there every day, Monday through Saturday. 
I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman and basically nowhere else. <laughs> you do have Twitter. Yeah, but I ha- I never check it. Yeah. Don't tweet at me. It's a great way to make friendships with authors. Okay. Yeah. Well. You don't have to do it. Don't worry. Yeah. So bye, guys. We'll see you next week with Hitha. Yay. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.